Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? Welcome back, listeners, to the Bad Etiquette Podcast. We're fucking closing in on a number 100 soon. I think this is episode 98, 97, 98. Um, I've had to remove a couple, and I've had some other that were others that were uh, not Bad Etiquette episodes, but Matt Brain episodes. So I've definitely done more than 100 podcasts, but we're really just fucking, I'm trying to get the lat like to 100, number 100 before the end of the year. Just as like a own little personal goal of mine. That's just one a week till the end. That, yeah, that, you think it would be that fucking easy? It's just like just do one well, podcast a week. That <laughs> easy. I'm just, I'm just saying one per week is manageable. Yeah. Uh, well, this lovely voice you hear beside me is my own flesh and blood brother, Justin Tomlinson. How you doing? Um, good. I'm so excited Been, to uh, have. Busy. Yeah. Uh, why, why? Why so busy? Oh, just getting all of the, the the boards done for people who've ordered them, and uh, just trying to get all of that. And and what is that you do? What boards? What are you talking about? Oh, <clears throat> so um, I basically make uh, cutting boards that can either be laser engraved or uh, have an epoxy resin inlay. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, take a sports team for example can. Yeah. Uh, engrave the Cowboys logo into yeah, a. That's funny. That's the first team I thought of. Cutting <laughs> board, and then it's just that that's the most recent one I did this oh, morning. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and then um, uh, once you've got it engraved, fill it with uh, colored or clear yeah. epoxy. Um, and they look terrific too. I know what they are, obviously, but I want everyone to listen, sure. listening to know what they are too, because they're so cool and it's such a like a unique uh, craft to yeah. to for for me to even witness you do yeah and then the other uh other item that i do most often is um they're fractal burnt charcuterie boards yeah um those are crazy and so so the fractal burn portion of it basically um is also known as uh lichtenberg wood burning lichtenberg yeah so the uh guy who kind of discovered lightning and that it carried electricity uh was a guy a scientist with the last name lichtenberg so that's uh they're called lichtenberg figures or fractal burns and basically what you're doing is you're taking upwards of eight to ten thousand volts and running it through a piece of wood and it kind of looks like lightning striking the board uh when it's all said and done yeah so it burns the channels in the board uh you clear those out you know Mm -hmm. and then put a colored epoxy in there and, and coat the whole thing in clear uh, and it, it ends up just being a super glossy kind of cool serving tray yeah, yeah that finish on everything they really look terrific it's such a cool like i feel like referentially proud just being in like the perimeter or like the proximity of you well you've seen pretty much each step of it now yeah, haven't you yeah no i mean yeah. seriously like every step you know i may not be paying close attention but oh and if you guys hear crickets in the background just we're, we're outside in nature it's beautiful out here in the freezing cold and the lovely <laughs> no it's a it's your what are they called uh anoles meal yeah, so it's the the crickets are, are the feeder insects for the uh, Bahamian anole that is in that 
terrarium oh, right there behind us. No. Is it a boy or a girl? Do you, do you how many do you have? Just the one. Just the one. And it's you a. Had, did um, you not have two at one point? Did you eat one? What happened? I did not eat one. I believe the. Uh, they they kind of I think they had a survival of the fittest war in there. Oh shit! And uh, that one lost. Damn, that's crazy. You had I wasn't fucking, here. I didn't a, see it. I don't. I can't guarantee that's what happened, but. I don't know what else it would be. Why one would be perfectly fine and the other one not? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, yeah. they're yeah. both young. They're not old. They're not gonna. Yeah, you, you know, so you don't it was need like, to be a CSI. Yeah. <laughs> to know if something happened. So did you just show up one day and one of them was dead or what? One of them, yeah. Well, kind of. Uh, I noticed it was on the ground. Uh, yeah, like, like on the floor yeah. of the terrarium, uh-huh. and they don't ever go down like there. that. They want to be as high as possible up in like the canopy area, like yeah. so they can hide. Yeah, and uh, so it was weird because I noticed it on the ground, and then from there, uh, I'm ready for okay, that cricket. Even if eaten. it's on the ground, um, generally they're moving around and they're not there for long. Yeah, and this one like hadn't even moved spots Whoa. in like an hour, and I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. So I uh, opened it up and and put my hand in there, you know, yeah. uh, to kind of like just say hey. bump it or you know give it a love tap, see what was going on. And um, you crushed it with your hand. You killed it. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, then it kind of like, yeah, I, I, like I spooked it and it moved mm-hmm. a little bit. And you know, so I'm like, oh, okay, so it's cool, it's good. And then uh, I was like, well, maybe it's sick. I'm like, I don't want it to get the other one sick. Got COVID. So yeah. <laughs> so I. Uh, um, you know, scooped him up um, and put him in a separate smaller terrarium that I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, isolation tank kind of. Mm-hmm. And then um, he got put in solitary. Confinement. And I was I was sitting right here at the edge of my bed on this little bench, and I had it right there up yeah. on uh, the dresser. And uh, I was sitting there watching it, and it started like moving, climbing up the branch. And all of a sudden, it stopped. Stood up on its two back feet, straight up in the air. Looked like it was stretching, like as high as it could in the air. Uh-huh. Like I guess you would say it uh, seized for a second. It like literally was stiff as a board. Shook back and forth like this really quick, and then boom, hit the ground. <laughs> Done. And I was like, mother trucker. I'm like, okay, maybe it like fainted. So I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't no. think it's breathing. I'm, and I, but I didn't want to like get yeah, rid of it yeah. and have it end up being like playing possum. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, shoot. So I kind of like just left it there for a while, waited an hour or two. I'm like, okay, it's still on its back. It hasn't moved. It hasn't breathed. It's gone. You oh, know. Oh man. So I uh, scooped it up and, and went and Viking <laughs> funeral in the toilet. No, no, oh. no, no. Um, just went right here out by the garage and like dug a hole like as big as my hand oh, and then like no. tossed it in. Oh. Oh no! Got a little burial. Well, what else do you do with you? You, know, you don't throw it away. I mean, you don't just put it in the trash. So I wasn't quite well, sure what you would I do. Know, could you imagine just on top of the hamburger helper box, just like hey, yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, I guess yeah. I mean, I think it's better than it's a little more like I don't know more more than a goldfish because you at least. Well, and the toilet kind of makes sense for a goldfish because they live in the water. water, water burial. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's like with a lizard, but you you don't just throw it away. You can't just yeah. leave it in there and let it rot. That's the stuff. Oh, man. Were you like a little sad when that happened? Were you like, oh, no, my pet just 
fucking like had a death rattle and not, like all oh, to the sky and fell. Like. Yes and no. So not in the sense of like, oh, I was sad because I was attached to it or anything uh-huh. like, but more like I just felt bad yeah. because out of nowhere, this thing just like kind of keeled over and I'm like, was it me? Did I do something? <laughs> was it just... You got it too high. And he, it had a fucking heart attack at a young mm-hmm. age, like something I wouldn't have been able to control. So it was just more or less kind of just uh, was upset in the fact that like something I was taking care of failed, keeled over so yeah. quickly. Yeah, like it. And generally, I mean, obviously I have my dog. <laughs> I have the other lizard. Mm-hmm. I have, I've had plenty of animals that I've, I've taken care of well and, and yeah. have not had any yeah. issues with. I mean, you've taken and this care was of kind of like the first thing, that, you know, <laughs> this was kind of like the first thing with the exception of the frog. Yeah, I, ne- I don't even know about the frog. And so when I originally got the anole, mm-hmm. the one that the the green anole is no longer here. Yeah. Um, I bought a tree frog and anole. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The tree frog. I remember. The tree frog was really short lived. Oh. I don't know what happened, and and I don't even know what happened with that one. I just came in one day. He was sitting steady, never moved, didn't make any more sound when I put food in there. He didn't move, so I was like, okay. You know, went and kind of like prodded it Dude, to see if it would move, and it just like. And what's weird is it both happened in that small isolation terrarium. Oh shit! That's like their hospice, dude. I guess. You fucking gave gave them their own hospice cage. That's fucking wild. Well, that one that that one's gone now. I only have this one now. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know, man. Uh, I think you killed two of your pets. Yeah, I know, and it just made me start to not what? feel so confident about, about your fucking, system here. Well, about. Uh, the care I provide to animals, I guess. <laughs> well, he's fine. Well, um, I know. For those of you who don't know, this is my brother. The origin story of this podcast really starts with you and uh, my former constant co-host here, Remy the dog. Just chilling on the... Ah, oh, just chilling, getting a big stretch in right there on the bed. This used to be my bedroom, and this is where I did the first like 80 episodes of the podcast and th- I, this is a huge part of the show, and it's so fun and funny to me to come s- full circle, you know, closing in on 100 episodes with uh, with you because you are the one responsible for me really kick-starting this thing, and now it's back in the room where it all started. And now uh, it's your bedroom. And Remy, yep. the, and Remy the dog's still sitting here fucking passed out on the bed. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. That's his his uh, number one skill and favorite pastime. <laughs> Just being a lazy dog. Mm-hmm. What a lovely life. Like, what a nice problem to have, though. Right? You know, I tell him all the time, hey, let's, let's trade. <laughs> let's trade. Go to work for me. I'll stay at home all day and lick my oh. balls, and you can fucking go to work. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't need goddamn balls. <laughs> well, okay. He's like, yeah. we can't trade. <laughs> He's licking something. I know yeah. that. Probably his butt on my pillow, which is disgusting. Which is why I switch pillows. Yeah. Like, from this one to this one, uh-huh. I'll flop him. Because uh-huh. I'm like, uh, he could have put his butt on my pillow today, oh, so I'm not using just, that pillow. Just giving you doggy pink eye. Right. And then, probably the, this doesn't sound the greatest thing in the world, but like, it's not like I know for a fact he did. Yeah. But if he did, I'm not putting my face on it. Yeah. So I'll swap pillows, and then the next day, I'll swap... Uh, Again, or the, sheets. The um, 
from from front to back of the yeah. pillow, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got four clean pillow uses if uh-huh. you think about it. If you so have two pillows like on your bed, ta- you're doing a tactical reload of your pillow. Yeah, faces. and then <laughs> and then every four days, uh, I uh, put on a new set of pillow pillowcases. Cases. Oh man, and sheet you everything have, just because you, you never know. Whole anti-dog ass system. Well, I mean. It's one thing if you get pink eye. It's another thing if you get pink eye because your dog rubbed his asshole on your pillow while you were at work. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, th- fair enough. And he has some stinkers. They'll just like... Oh, my God. Right th- right out of the fucking gate there. And some of them are so loud and audible. It's like, how did that not come out of a human person? Yeah, a human person. You could, well, you, you know what a person I mean. Person. But, <laughs> a human uh, human? Because a good majority of his, you can hear them, but they're not like super audible. They're like... <laughs> a lot of them are that they're literally yeah it's like with air and you're like all of a sudden it hits you and you're like oh, oh god geez. remington stinky dog farts mm-hmm. oh he is he okay his paws shaking check his pulse it looks he like always, looks like he's gonna go the look, way of the look, tree and frog like touch right it now. and it stops it's yeah. like it's a certain way he puts <laughs> like, his dude i think it's this room i think there must be mold in here or something he looks like he he's about to join the anole and tree for tree frog no I know. No, seriously, if anything happened to him, I would be torn apart. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the day that he's no longer here. Oh, man. I don't even want to think about it. I just want to fucking enjoy every bit of him and know that that's why you love things and love people so much. That time you get with them is so precious and so finite. So you just got to make it count. And honestly, that's like... Uh, I think just not really knowing how kind of like emotionally un not I don't know maybe not unsupported I felt but like emotionally kind of void of things I was feeling yeah. before he was around and then I just had this unconditional love bug like out of nowhere out of nowhere and then it was just like oh my god is this I could feel this good all the time. I would just get so, like, you know, it's so nice when you open the door and he's so excited to see you. And you're like, dude, we're just going to go lay down and get high and watch movies. You're my best <laughs> fucking friend. And it's like, he doesn't care what you're wearing. He's not judging what you're eating. He's just, can I have some? He might, I was say, he might Literally, be judging what you're eating on if he can sneak in a bite. What the hell is that? You know, he, uh, it is such a great system of like dogs and, I've met some dogs that are not fun dogs and not good dogs and they're outside for a reason or et cetera. But he is seriously, I think his breed, the breeds he's mixed with too are just so, um, just lend themselves to that kind of like household staple. Well, definitely on the, on the boxer side. Mm. I was thinking the shepherd side. No. So the, the, the Queensland, he is half boxer, half Queensland healer Uh and the, Queensland side of him is 80% of where like his personality comes from I'm pretty sure yeah because uh, the way he talks he's very vocal <laughs> if he doesn't like something he's gonna yeah. let you know yeah he, it's weird you know um, he's like a damn crow <laughs> but as far as boxers they're very family friendly dogs uh, believe it or not most people think they're some scary breed you know I think it's the name boxer and right. it's because of how they uh, stand up on their hind legs and mm-hmm. kind of box. They use their hands their, more yeah. than any other breed or their mm-hmm. front feet. Yeah, just that just that uh, variant of dog, wolf variant. Uh, but yeah, like the vocalness and the, the kind of um, 
klutzy kind of personality he has. I think that comes uh, mostly all from the Queensland side. But then the the cuddly kind of affectionate family dog side of him is, I think, is is the boxer. Okay. Because you have two totally yeah. opposite types of dogs. Like one is a working dog. That's yeah. where it's <laughs> and this uh, is not a come from dog. and everything. And then you've got. Right, well, then you've got this him, and it's stinky, like... lazy son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even... <laughs> you know what, though? He, he's, he doesn't raise his head unless you've got food or a ball or something. Yeah, not at all. It's so funny. But he... I call him stinky just as, like, a term of endearment, but he doesn't smell. He's not a smelly dog. Like, no. hardly ever is no. it ever a problem. I've been around some smelly dogs. Yeah, his... Like Tasha's dog, Coco. Poor girl. Oh, she's well, so stinky. She's also really old, and yeah. dogs tend She has to, old people smell. Well, yeah, kind of, <laughs> I get, yeah, I mean, really, but, yeah, what, she's... Up there. She's going on 11 now. Yeah, I'd say about 11, huh? And... Right around. Yeah, actually. Just under Cadence. Age-wise, huh? Yep, she's going on 11, exactly. Yeah, going on 11. I think her birthday's in, like, May. Oh. March or May go, or go. But, um, but, yeah, that's a stinky dog. Remy, not stinky. Yeah, he's he's got Remington. one of those kind of, like, self-maintaining uh, coats where it, yeah. it's short hair, it's not long, it doesn't... Oh, it's And because nice. even, it's like, like, even when we go outside, like, out to the park, and he gets all excited and he'll roll around in the grass and stuff, like, mm-hmm. when we get home... I don't ever see a piece of grass. There's nothing that's stuck in his hair. Yeah, he it's, doesn't not, have, it's not. It's not. It's like mess. it doesn't pick up or collect the things that make a dog stinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice. He's like his own. Yeah, he really is his own like self cleaning system. <laughs> yeah, his his body's his own ecosystem. <laughs> or, I mean, shit, aren't they all um, bioactive setup right here? <laughs> how Jesus Christ! It's. I wish you guys could see. Like, I'm gonna take a picture maybe hopefully i'll post it when this episode comes up just to see like how absolutely like lazy and unassuming this dog is oh deep sigh <laughs> deep sigh he's like damn <laughs> someone got a picture he's like damn it <laughs> this dog um, is so camera shy it's funny it's so annoying it's, it is so he'll, he just he'll look at you and smile things. and do everything the minute you touch a phone and open the camera immediately he freaking turns away looks away He's like goes a, somewhere else. He's like, there's no way. He's like a chubby teenage girl, just hot, just like no pictures, please. It's fucking exhausting. Yeah. Um, Except for the chubby part, he's, he's yeah, not yeah. got that part down yet. Yeah, he's still chubby. Um, uh, At heart, though, this dog's a fat ass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what you meant. I said he's still chubby, but that's not what you meant. You meant so you're not spiritually. I know. I'm just kind of just just throwing him out here. Um. How do you name him? <laughs> so, I had gotten him the day after Thanksgiving, like random, yeah, super random on a whim. Someone had said something at Thanksgiving, and it was I was like, like, hey, I'm like, I kind of want a dog. Hmm. Oh, and wow. so on Thanksgiving Day. I was searching online to see if there was any dogs available anywhere. Mm. Stumble across it and find uh, just like a, a, a random person off Facebook, basically. Yeah. Um, Facebook puppy marketplace. Yeah, kind of. Um, and so I wrote them and I'm like, hey, I'm interested in, these, uh, in getting one of these dogs. 
uh, you know, what ones do you still have available? Because there was pictures of them all up there, but obviously, you know, which Some ones are still gone. available because yeah. h- how long had that ad been there, you know? Anyway, and so they wrote me back and they're like, actually, um, they've all been spoken for at this point in time. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool, no problem, thank you, you know? And it kind of like died out there. It was like I, I got my impulse thing for a second like oh i want a dog and then they're like oh there's none available so i was like you were instantly gratified i was like okay no big deal passing moment yeah and then uh eating feeling uh the next morning at like 7 30 in the morning uh my phone goes off and they had wrote me again and they they said oh someone backed out so there is uh one female available uh now mind you I just said female and my dog is male. <gasps> Misgendered. So. Ouch. Either that or, well, no, clearly he was male. If, yeah, of course. If they you could balls, not figure yeah. that out, I, I have no someone, clue why you have dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I see why you're giving them away. You do not but, uh, deserve to keep them. Where was I going with that? Naming him. Oh, right. So anyways, uh, I drive there to go pick him up, expecting I'm uh, getting a girl dog because that's what I was told. Show up, pick him up. I get to meet both of his parents, you know, and the the uh-huh. couple that uh, I was talking to through Messenger and stuff. Um, they were very young, uh, boyfriend girlfriend. Mm. Each of them had their own dog. Yeah, they moved in together. The dogs got friendly, Aww, and they ended up with puppies. That's so romantic. It was like two 19, 20-year-old kids, yeah. you know, that had no clue what they were doing with the seven or eight puppies. Wow. And uh, the mom dog, uh, actually, after the first three three weeks of uh, caring for the puppies, literally just kind of like walked away and wanted nothing to do with any of them after the third puppy week depression that's yeah, it was wild. after the third week though which was weird or they'll normally ignore one if it's sick or not mm. you know yeah but uh it was yeah so they were trying to bottle feed like seven or eight puppies in the middle of the night every oh, couple hours no. and they're like we just can't do this we can't so uh that's why they were getting rid of them yeah. and um I got him when he was five weeks old. Five weeks old. So well oh. before he should have been away from no. his mom or family or anything. <laughs> That's why he's so attached but, to uh, you. So I didn't have a name picked out for a boy dog, clearly. What was your girl name? I can't even remember now. <laughs> that woke him up. He's um, like, <laughs> so I have this dog now. But this dog does not yet have a name. Mm-hmm. And that's a really awkward stage. You're like, dog, <laughs> hey, my kid. dog, here, come here, come here, dog, or hey, puppy. Like, bubba, and, buddy. And you don't want to call him too many names and get him used to something and then switch it on him. Yeah. So I was like, well, I've got to come up with something. So the next day, uh, my sister was watching the dog. Our sister yeah. was watching the dog. And uh, I was at work. Um, and I uh, had to use the restroom, is what we'll say. And so I went to the restroom and uh, while I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, kill time. There's magazines next to the uh, sink right there, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can, I grabbed a magazine and I'm flipping through it. And then I got to the end of everything and I closed up the magazine, put it back on the counter and I throw it to where like the back cover is facing upward. 
and the entire back cover of this magazine uh, was a Remington rifle ad. <laughs> and I just saw it. It clicked. I'm like, it works perfect. Yeah. It would fit like the personality that I had seen him have uh-huh. within the like, you know, 18 hours I had <laughs> had this dog. Um, and uh, yeah, it just worked out really well. So I was like, oh, so I went home, told my sister, I'm like, I had, I know the dog's name now. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, Remington. She's like, oh, okay. And then I'm pretty sure I had to explain the whole story of what, how I came up with that. that to, to every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yep, that he got his name because I was um, going number two in the bathroom while I was at work and I saw an ad for a rifle That's <laughs> on a magazine. That's funny. How fucking cool. How little buddy thanks for giving us the origin story for remy because it's a uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah so so let me let me finish back up on the the boy girl thing oh yeah so if if someone has animals that they're selling getting rid of whatever it may be you know okay i have eight puppies period you know say basically and then i know i've got three boys and like four girls okay yeah that's only seven, but okay, four and four. How about that? And then um, you start, you know, like checking them off. Yeah, I was gonna say pairing them up with their oh, their, okay. their prospective yeah. owners. <laughs> um, you know, th- okay, so these people want a boy. That person wants a girl. Da da da. And he, they're matched, like they're they're set. You know, so they're like, we have one girl left. So I show up there, pick up the dog. I don't think to inspect the dog's genitalia before I leave. Because when someone says it's because a girl. Because they said, hey, we we have one available and it's a female. I'm, I'm going to trust you that you have one female because yeah. they're your dogs. Yeah. Why would you lie about that? And why would that be wrong? <laughs> so I get. Plus, uh, he was like wrapped up in a towel because he's only five weeks old mm-hmm. and it was cold when I went and picked him up. So he's wrapped in a oh, towel. Oh, little cold Remy. And uh, walked back to my car, put him in. I had bought like a little... Uh, tiny dog bed, you know, um, before I went to go pick him, pick him up. So everything that I bought now, mind you, is pink. He has a pink <laughs> collar. He has a pink bed. He has all of these things. And so we drive home and uh, I put him down in the backyard with the other dog. Yeah. And uh, he stops, you know, in the middle of the lawn and like kind of squats down and, and pees. And he's he's behind me mm. i'm sitting on the patio and tasha's kind of sitting across from me how mm. you are and uh she goes um hey brother i thought you got a girl dog <laughs> i'm all i did what do you mean she goes well then she has a dick <laughs> i'm all what she goes yeah and so i went over there and i picked it up and uh you know flipped him kind of did the reverse lion king thing there mm-hmm. and, and i'm like Holy moly, he does. He got a boy. So uh, that would fuck. I don't my know world if they up. they screwed up and gave me the wrong dog. I think that's what happened. I don't know if they truly just did not know what was what. Or what, or, if, what? Yeah. What if they were like super woke and they're like, we're just gonna give it a non-affirming gender, which is the opposite. Like they were just like we're not even giving our dogs the right gender. We're just gonna give them one, and they can choose if that's how they want to be raised or not. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but, but it's not. Well, no, it, that's it, probably it, not not fucking happened. But it, definitely, probably not. But I mean, the possibilities 
could be I feel like anything. that long ago it wasn't really that wasn't really a thing no because what he is four he's now over four years old over four years old oh my god my little college graduate little preschool graduate huh <laughs> this especially is like one of those times where uh having a video for the podcast would probably people would really appreciate because you know just being smitten with this kitten killer over here is nice Nice and kitten killer. N- n- nice and not audio friendly. <laughs> no, he's a he's a really good dog, but uh, kitten killer's far off. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you, you gave he him a runs kitten, away he, from cats. He, really? He's, yeah, he's oh, not the okay. one to like go chase a cat. He's All terrified. Right. All right. Well, enough about Remy. Let's get let's get to the guest of the hour here, Mister Tomlinson. Um, what's up? Uh, I don't think I've ever had quite that many like long conversations with you even though we spend a lot of time together i didn't really i don't think that's true more uh, okay so more recently i don't think that's true but in the past i mean yeah yeah, definitely i mean we have a four-year age gap we have a remy age gap here yep yeah and uh, believe (sighs) it or not four years seeming like it's when you're you're a kid when you're a kid four years is a huge age gap huge so when your siblings are four years uh for me four years older than me and then also four years younger than me it's a far gap between either sibling i mean it's the same gap but uh it's not like oh we're two years apart where it's like you guys kind of you know same go to the same school the or go yeah, to same uh, have a lot people. of the same kind of interests or generational uh, yeah. mentality I guess yeah no and, I mean um so like growing up as kids we were not that close me and Tasha weren't that close you you know yeah it's just kind of the way it is we all were, we're far we're enough apart in age whole where, graduating class apart yeah but wild. So, but what's weird is once I got older, ta- obviously Tasha's the oldest, so she's, she's older, mm-hmm. you know, her and I started to get along much better, share mm-hmm. interests, have yeah. things to discuss or talk about. And then same with you as we grew up. Mature. You know? yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Like, I know. Well, and one then, of those things, you're 10, you know. Yeah. You're 14. I'm 14. Tosh is like 8 fucking there's teen. Whole, there's not a whole lot there's, between yeah, a you and I, and you know, at yeah. 10 and 14 that we're going to have uh, a huge amount in common to discuss. Yeah. But uh, as you get older, th- that changes. And, mm-hmm. and then you've got plenty of things to talk about. And you know what? It doesn't and I even think matter at that point. I'm, really. so, I'm so thankful that I've we weren't terribly, like, close growing up in that sense that it can happen now instead of it being mm-hmm. the reverse where we would maybe we would be close when we're growing up and then as we're adults kind of drift apart right that would really suck and really hurt true you know what i mean yeah because like i i wouldn't you know like i remember being like a kid kid and it you know just by just nature's default looking up to your older brother you know mm-hmm. what i mean there are so many things that i did listen to watched and we're interested in just because oh brother's doing it why would mm-hmm. i why would i not do that that's clearly like my example to follow so it's really 
I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that, but it was just like, a, I, I owe so much of who I am to you and even this podcast because like I know I had like maybe mentioned something about it and like was really interested in it or didn't even know how to start it or whatever. And just one December, two or three years ago, you gave me uh, a microphone with an audio jack and you said, here, uh, to get your podcast started. Oh, like the one that just plugged directly into the laptop? Yeah. 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 And that's how it started. And that's how I did the first couple episodes with that. Really? Actually, many of the first i don't even remember when i switched over <laughs> which equipment how many like incarnations of recording equipment this has been but it's had a few versions i know that yeah <laughs> and you were on one of the earliest episodes like the first like 10 like d- no maybe number eight it was it, it was, was the, the pet, pet cemetery, cemetery one that's the only one that well that's what i'm saying is that one is the one you were on i don't think it was that early though it was uh, i'm pretty sure it was okay I'm pretty oh regardless it was uh I remember just what a warm reception because I hadn't I didn't have enough like two mics for guests or whatever I don't think I'm not sure if I had or not when we did the pet yeah. cemetery one yeah you did oh I did mm-hmm. okay oh okay so I think all right but you were like I'm not gonna be in your fucking podcast but I'll sit here while well, you record it that's not what I, <laughs> I that, just that was back in when we were you know even you were less doing, you were even less your, friendly uh, with each other you know your your podcast review of the mm-hmm. the remake of the movie yeah and uh again you know having a four-year gap we have a yeah. difference in opinions difference in uh interests the and... way you know like so much so in the fact that you're younger than me right yeah. so you think like i would be into the like older things or, or appreciation for things that are older than newer i guess mm-hmm. and uh but like you know you just had your strong feelings because you the original to that movie was one thing to you yeah. like and so going and watching a remake can always be kind of like uh upsetting or uh, yes emotional. or or uh you could walk away and be like okay they did that justice i like that that's good i'm happy with that um as to where i didn't have a dog in the fight <laughs> as opposed to whether this remake was going to be good or bad because yeah, I'd seen the original Pet Cemetery multiple times, but it wasn't anything like special to me or, yeah, or something yeah. that, that grabbed an interest to me enough to where it's just another movie to you to where the remake would be, you know, Oh, disappointing or, mm-hmm. or exciting to me. There was no, it was like, okay, yeah, I'll go watch a movie. But for the review, because you have that like emotional kind of connection to yeah. it, um, you know, I, it's, I would have taken away from your review is what there's I'm no fucking way because there were something and, you know. and literally you just you being like just commenting on in the background was so helpful and people really it, it, I just got a warm reception from it too and it was really cool to do and that was one of the uh, like like best kind of reviewed at least like in terms of like socially my uh, listener base um, kind of commented on uh, Rem you want to get let out Long-time listeners are used to this happening. There he goes. Classic floppy ears. Yeah, and his no came right back. Just checking on mom, making sure she's good. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, not to get not to get off subject. Meaning you being the subject. Um, that was totally Remy, by the way. Just so everybody's <laughs> aware. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I love movies so much, and the way 
this podcast is circled back to film so much that I'm really, really considering creating a different show for film and movies. Just literally like reviews or not even just, just in general, just, just in anything. general, just for the sheer, like I love movies. Like I hate, I'm not pretentious about film. I'm not, I don't, ha- I don't think that like, you know, B movies are bad and you know, but like, I love movies. I love film so much of uh, like who, who I am as a person. I can really attribute to a lot of movies and how important the video store culture was to me as a kid Mm -hmm. and how important like just uh escapism they provide and just like i just want to have conversations with people too about like what movie did this for you and a lot of the time film films are they're punctuations in people's lives where it's like i remember when i saw that in theaters and that was when i was in high school before things got really crazy or oh i remember when i was a kid that was the last time i saw like a a good kids movie before i grew up and that, that was i watched it with my mom or my sister and it was really like uh meaningful and i have those good memories or oh like there was a, a sleepover and we all watched fucking friday the 13th number nine and it was that, that one's my favorite because uh, less fucking shit his pants at night or something, you know, or whatever. Yeah, one of the funny uh, things that happened today. So uh, I got a uh, pressure pot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that loud thing in there? Well, that was the air compressor okay. that pressurizes it. But uh, no, the gray round pot that I have sitting out there. Yeah. So uh, it's a pressure pot. So you literally, it, it puts whatever you put in it under pressure. Um, and so uh, one of the, the struggles mom was having with the dominoes was making those resin dominoes is there would always be these like little teeny micro bubbles in the yeah, corners, oh, okay. which when you demold it, it creates a sharp edge on the top edge of the domino. Yeah. So it was something we tried fixing multiple times and struggled with. Uh, so we finally got this pressure pot because it's supposed to uh, literally pressurize the air so much so in there it makes the bubble so small it basically doesn't exist Mm -hmm. you'll never even notice basically um so the way it sits how it's like kind of uh sideways it's got the gauge on the top you know Mm -hmm. it's got air or different lines running into it what would that remind you of flubber yes 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 exactly exactly. flubber i knew exactly where you're so today uh uh there was a few people over um and I was I was talking about the pressure pot and and they had mentioned that it looked like something, and I, I don't even know it was Patrick and I don't remember what he said it looked like. I was like, I'm like the first thing I think of every time I look at it is like Flubber's gonna come busting yeah, out of that thing yeah. and and bouncing around the dang workshop. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so funny because as you're explaining it, my I I like I was like oh I know where he's going with yeah. this. It fucking clicked right there. Which I wasn't aware. So supposedly the robin williams flubber that i'm assuming you know that's what you think of that's what i think of that's what my mind goes to supposedly that's a remake but like what i don't i don't know but but karen and patrick and even mom was were talking about an original flubber i'm like that is the original flubber that's the only flubber that i'm aware of yeah that's weird so I don't that's, know if they were getting wonder, it confused with something or what. Or maybe but. that's like one of the like mandala effects where it's like there was like an, they think there was an original flubber. 
but, but that is what it. that is. That's and what I was like, trying what? to tell them. I'm like, well, think about it. Like I'm 30 years old mm-hmm. and that came out when I was like one, Four, two, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a, almost a 30 year old movie. Maybe that is the original movie they're thinking of, but they kept telling me, no, no, there's another one. Dude, classic. I have like that whole freaking movie. But every time I look at that pressure pot, in my head. I'm like, oh, flubber. Yeah, just <laughs> 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 the noise, the sound effects, the Foley sound from that movie is like in my head. That's so crazy. Problem is, if flubber. Remy caught it, he'd eat it. Oh, yeah. Flubber would be a oh, short wait, movie. But we know how that goes. No, remind me. What happens? Someone eats it? In, no, well, it, it jumps down that guy's throat. Remember, it comes out his uh, other end. Oh, 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 it just fucking rips out his back uh, pocket. The, the same guy that plays uh, uh, Shooter McGavin in... Uh, yeah, Christopher McDonald. There yeah. you go. In, yeah. uh, Billy Maps. Uh, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Same difference. People do that all the time. And, I always and he, get And those his production company up. is Happy Madison now, so it's so funny. Well, it has been for... Well, I mean, like, years. like not just now. Yeah. I know it has been for years. I'm just saying, like, I and and it's I don't the golf ball any. hitting the camera. Well, it's actually kind of Sandler's thing. dad, uh, his uh, dead papa, his dead dad, um, th- th- looking at the camera lens, going terrific. Oh, really? Yeah. So there was a older movie. I forget which one it is, but there's like a actual like video of it, him doing it, and then they did the kind of like stop motion style one after, hmm. but um. Because it's kind of like animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's animate. It's animate, but it's not live. Um, uh, funny the the flubber and I said blob. One of my like early, the, your nineteen fifties. Yeah, one movie. of the earliest. I, I've never seen the blob, but one of my earliest memories is you terrible writing a story. It's in black and white. Yeah, and black and white movies are good though. Well, there's granted, I mean, it's the fifties. You can't complain about a. It's a sci-fi movie. Graphics. Yeah, I think there's there a. I think no there's a. I think there's a remake. Anything? Huh? I think there's a remake. Oh, I'm sure there is. That came out in the eighties, but I've never seen it. But you wrote anyway. a story. You wrote a story in school, and I remember. Uh, it was um, there was like the scientist like poured these chemicals down in like this like off a side of a bridge or drainage ditch and then I was like chewing you you named the character after me Dallas threw his gum into the ditch oh my god and then yeah created the blob and I remember I was so like it meant so much to me that you used my name in your story because I was such a little kid that it was like oh my gosh like I think my brother that's crazy. That's I would awesome. have never in my life ever remembered that unless you like bringing it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Because even as you're telling it, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I have no clue what he's talking about up until you said that the character was named, you yeah. know, Dallas uh-huh. the, the through the gum, uh-huh. throwing the gum over the bridge. And yeah. right there, it just clicked. And probably somewhere, believe it or not, it may exist around no here. No fucking but way, I, dude. It's either in the cabinet, file cabinet in the garage or, or one of these two yeah. here. But yeah, I, because I've found some, over the years, I've found some random school project things, you yeah. know, that I'm like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I still have this? <laughs> and then you question to yourself, why do I still have yeah. this, like... This, this, this a, evidence should have been burned. <laughs> <laughs> this is a failure. Why is this here? Well, some of it, you know, from when you're a kid and you you do certain things in school and you look back at it later and you're like, well, hey, I'm, man, I was stupid. I'm, thank- or, you know, I'm thankful like, for at least one of them sticking around because I got to use it in fourth grade for the mission. 
that your La Parisma mission counterfeit mission yeah that was um, hilarious yeah and and because it was almost Lord like knows, sniffed I, out I, that it was counterfeit. I didn't even uh put much effort into that mission no that was all mom yeah i was mom gonna say i maybe helped smoked that thing hour. the coolest fucking part about that thing though is the roof tiles made out right. of the the, the, the nail, nail strips. strips that was so genius i will never forget that and it's so good and i and even before like i we probably had the emotional maturity to give mom the credit for it she was already like i'm already fucking now this is my fucking doing I worked my ass off on this. Like, I think the, our, our project. What's crazy is that we stored that thing and kept it in a decent I condition know, a for decent four years. Condition. To where Enough you could to reuse it. Four fucking years, yeah. I mean, I guess when you think about pack rats. And, and we'd like, moved, what, twice in that amount of time? Twice in that amount of time. It, we'd moved from uh, Mercury to Chesapeake to Blackhawk. No, I was not uh, in fifth grade when we lived on Mercury. It was, uh, we had moved from. Chesapeake to Blackhawk. That's one time. Yeah, but then didn't you have to use it in... You all used it in the same... In elementary school, yeah, like I did, in yeah. fifth grade? Yeah, Dana, yeah. Yeah. Fourth grade, Why actually. was I thinking you... We had moved to, to Orchid by then? Um, I don't know. Maybe that had come up in a project or something. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know but anyways, because you're like... Wasn't that the last of it? Yeah. of that mission though like the school asked if they could keep it and we just gave it to them or something i don't know i don't remember what happened to it I'm pretty i, sure I think Mom it stayed at the keep, school okay stayed at the school i'm well, pretty sure i had my fourth and fifth grade teachers were absolute fucking cunts and might be responsible for m- me turning into like a bad kid <laughs> you were never really a bad kid though but like for like leaning into like you know I mean, you heavy can be an asshole, and but painting my nails black and fucking breaking shit, being a little vandal and oh, so you're just saying like little they may contribute to the uh, delinquency of minors, the yeah rebelliousness that that yeah. you kind of expressed at that point because it was it was just like it, this is forever. I know I'm not trying to make this shit about me, but this is forever. The uh, seems to be like the tale of conflict I go through is I like something and I'm enjoying it and then there's some fucking person that is for whatever reason in charge a joy kill kill or whatever it is in charge or has some sort of like empty fucking authority over me that is saying that it's wrong bad can't do it not good not allowed not allowed can't wear that t-shirt dallas can't wear that can't, can't listen to those, that music you know, can't oh what is this band you're drawing of you know right you know just like forever and i know that's kind of so innocuous when it's like in grade school where it's like oh it's but just it's like not, it's, it's distracting it's, you from learning it makes sense where it's like yeah i don't want sense, my fucking kid, kid to have you uh like it's you don't have a whole lot of things you can do to express yourself so you tend to do it through attitude mm-hmm. the clothing you wear the music you listen to things like that yeah so to try to take that away from a child yeah every it seems like you're taking their world away they're what what else do they have their self-expression point? away you know what that's i never got that perspective on it because i've just been so frustrated and bitter about it but that's exactly what happened for for mrs wright and mrs pierce in uh school and they were just the worst they were awful i actually caught og karens 
Yeah, I actually caught Mrs. Wright in a lie trying to like frame me for something hmm. as a kid. This is so weird, so twisted, and so like out there. She decided that she wanted to pass a thank you card around for herself. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's already, already suspicious, so weird. Like she literally was like, if you guys, you know, want to sign a thank you card, here you go uh, for me. And it was so fucking weird. She had to have her own Christmas card given to her by herself. Mm-hmm. And, and have, so, have the so, kids in class sign it. So the kids were like, oh, you can sign it. You don't have to sign it. And I was like, I'm not fucking signing that shit. I hate you. You're a bitch. You know, you take, you take my Godsmack drawings away and you don't let me uh, draw heartograms. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, I like Bam Margera and not you, Mrs. Wright. So <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't write anything on it. I was like, I just passed it along. So I was like, no, thank you. And right, because if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to write something and then get myself in trouble if it was bad or something you know what i mean it's like so obvious like you can literally watch all these kids not sign it or sign it and someone this it was like she made the trap so she could like get someone me in trouble or something because she got the card after all the kids like within a few minutes and like she's like okay who wrote you suck you suck you suck (laughs) Well, it could be three people. And I was like, wow. And I was like, I remember thinking, damn, yeah, like, It wasn't me, but I wish I would have. I was like, damn, they're, these people are fucking, they know. I, I remember feeling so validated where I was like, oh, I thought I just, I hated her. And I thought it was my friend Sean Wood forever. And it, it kills me that I thought it was him because it wasn't him. And he was like, I didn't fucking sign that shit in my hair or, or however the fuck Sean Wood used to talk. Um, <laughs> um, he, and she confronted me at lunch. I was outside by myself on a fucking picnic bench eating like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like a fat little dick. And she's like, um, Dallas, I saw you do it. I know you did it. So you can just go uh, admit it to the principal and I remember sitting there, and I've, I had been in trouble a decent amount for as far as, like, disciplinary in school at this point. So I was like, I'm really not afraid of, like, being getting in suspended or detention or whatever. And mind you, I'm in fourth grade, 10 years old. And the, the confidence that was just glowing from my body because I know I didn't actually write anything in mm. that card was just must have just radiated just piss on her because i was like um i'm i'm fine i know i didn't do it so i i feel good like i remember just like i know i didn't do it i know i'm innocent so it's uh it's okay i'm not gonna do that i know it wasn't me so and it didn't Mm -hmm. occur to me that she like did that as like a as like a i gotcha to get the kid in trouble right for no, so long. No, because at that time you're just thinking of like that current situation. You're like, yeah, I'm not thinking logically. I did not write it. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna sit here and say you saw me write it, and you're gonna send me to the office for it. Yeah. Like, okay, let's go talk about it then. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking of like she literally mm-hmm. lied, created it, and lied, fabricated. Like, yes. Yeah. Bananas. Crazy. It's always one of those things. Like you look back at a situation. And you're like, oh, I should have said this. Yeah. Or, oh, I, I should have done that. And you just didn't have the 
wisdom at the point. Yeah, I mean, um, do you have a? Does that make you think of something? Well, yeah, current example, <laughs> not current, but <laughs> so I don't know. It was not last week, but the week before. Uh, I was driving to work, and people piss me off on the road all the time. It it runs in the family, literally daily. I mean, but not to a point where. I've ever like had road rage or, or whatever you will, you know, yeah. um, I'll cuss somebody out or whatever, like as I'm driving down the road, but mm-hmm. like my windows are up, their windows are up. They're never going to hear me. It's it not a confrontational good. thing. It's just, I get frustrated. So I start cursing at them. That's how I um, express myself. But, uh, no. So, uh, I had woken up late. So I rushed in the morning to get ready. Uh, like skipped the coffee, you know, everything and, um, get in the car, forgot I needed to get gas. So I had to stop, put gas. So now I'm even later and, you know, I still have a 20, 25 minute drive to get to work. And I was like, so once I got on the highway, you know, going, everything's going good. My coworker texts me and is like, Hey, will you stop and grab, uh, bagels on your way into work? And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm like, I can do that. I can uh, use the whatever order online thing at Panera, yeah, mobile. order the bagels. They'll be ready. Swing by, pick it up, head into work. I had built the whole order, done everything, put in all my information, everything, hit go. And uh, all while I'm sitting at, you know, one, two, three stoplights, <laughs> the first three, like yeah. on the way into town. Um, Just breaking it up. Yeah. And then... Uh, hit checkout and it thinking thinking yeah there's an error with your order please try again always <laughs> always so thinking i just have to like click checkout again and it'll try again oh no it sent me very back to the beginning where you have to build the whole order and everything did that two different times oh i am at this point i'm like okay this is absolutely ridiculous i'm about to throw my phone at this point so i i'm just gonna go to panera order it wait grab it and go to work do that i get there Panera has this like really cool like bagel slicer machine, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You, they drop it, it, it comes out sliced on the other mm-hmm. end. So I order my bagels and a coffee because I skipped coffee <laughs> in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I ordered one while I was at Panera. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to be here anyways waiting. Fucking A. Might as well get their hospital food. So coffee. I'm sitting there drinking my coffee. And I'm like, they should be done with this. Like they run them through that machine. It takes a minute. So I look back like where she's at doing the bagels she was hand slicing every oh. bagel. Oh my God. There's a machine. 13 bagels. Thir- I sit here and, and watch her literally new girl. What the hell? You know, sawing across these bagels to cut them in half. And I'm like, we don't have time for this. I'm already frustrated, irritated, upset, etc. Basically, uh, when I saw her hand slicing them, my filter broke, and I I was I was. It's probably a great thing that we're still like mandated to have masks inside, <laughs> and I had one because there was not many people there in in Panera. It wasn't very loud, and when I saw her hand slicing the bagels, I'm all, "There's a fucking machine!" <laughs> <laughs> and. and <laughs> no. Way. Oh, I swear. And and you know me, I'm not one of those people that will like generally 
say anything in a situation like like well not that it's just like it what 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 does it solve it doesn't help anything it yeah i'm not trying to be karen you know what i mean that's a big larry david but but i it just snap filter broke i'm all there's a fucking machine and she kind of stopped and like and i was like okay okay justin just relax calm down it can't take too long like it's not the end of the world so i finally get the bagels and i leave going to work go around uh the corner at work and 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 i have a reserved parking spot at work um and i pull in the parking i attempt to pull in the parking lot and the someone left the door to the trash can thing open Mm. and so it's blocking the parking lot well no the entrance to the parking lot really but there's another one on the back side i'm like okay whatever so i had to put it in reverse go backwards go to the other side well i go to the other side and when i get to my spot i realize there's a freaking uh, utility truck parked in my parking spot mm-hmm. like a electrician or a plumber yeah, or somebody those and uh i was like oh my god at this point so much has happened in the morning i'm so frustrated like on the brink of wanting to freaking like cry or scream yeah, or something frustration man so now the only choice i have is to continue around the entire city block so I can try again like for another parking spot because mm-hmm. now I'm past the point of where like I could just find a curb uh, a yeah. spot along the curb yeah. and um, so I go all the way around I get to the red light there's only one light in between like this full city block that I have to do and I get to turn right at it so it should be fairly quick right mm-hmm. except for the lady in front of me in the right hand lane who sat there the entire time did not have her blinker on to go right, so I figured she was just one of those assholes that clogging up the right lane. That clogs straight. up the right lane, and she's waiting to go straight when there's a whole dedicated lane. Mm-hmm. Light goes green, and she turns right, and we sat there the entire signal, like the previous cycle. two, previous oh two, God. yeah. And uh, so when the she, light goes green, she state. goes right, and so I go right, and she's driving probably normal actually to be 100% honest you're driving like a normal person Mm -hmm. but me being upset irritated late for work I was probably speeding so when the light went green she turned right I then follow her Mm -hmm. but it splits into three lanes three lanes she was in the far left lane I stayed in the far right lane Mm -hmm. and I just kind of gassed it and went yeah Uh, again being upset and irritated uh, as I pass her (laughs) um, (laughs) I I look to my left at her and I throw my hand up and I'm like I, I believe my exact words were learn to fucking drive <laughs> as I kept going and then so as I go uh, I'm getting ready to now turn onto the street uh, to go back to my work and uh, I see her put on her right blinker cut across both lanes and she starts following me oh no this bitch so I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, my God. And I didn't do anything wrong at this point other than tell her to learn to fucking drive because she sat right at a red light when she could have went right the entire time. And so I see her start to follow me, and I was like, oh, Mm. here we go. So I whipped it Uh immediately into uh, the Walgreens parking lot. Yeah. And then in order to get into a parking spot at the Walgreens parking lot, I got to whip it back the other way. And so I hard right, hard left. And uh, she's right Evasive behind me. Driving. She's right behind wow. me. Just every and, uh, step. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I finally freaking um, get to the parking spot. And I'm at this point, I'm heated. I'm pissed. Because... This you're, whole time you've been pissed. You're the you've one, been probably really pissed. Oh, I, yeah. It was one of those days, like, I should have just stayed home. Yeah. I, like, skip, pause, play tomorrow. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. we don't skip. need to go well, through yeah. this chapter. <laughs> and uh, I whip into the spot, and um, I hop out of my car, and I'm doing all of this so quick and flustered that I didn't put my car in park. <laughs> Luckily, I drive a newer car where it'll... Um, if it's left in gear and the door opens, mm. it will automatically throw on the emergency, emergency brake. Okay. So I'm halfway climbing out of my car when this happens, not even realizing it was still yeah. in gear. And it puts itself into, mm-hmm. you know, e-brake, jolts it. I'm halfway out of the car. So I'm like, boom, I hit my door a little bit. And so I hopped up on my car on like the, yeah. you know, my two feet are basically mm-hmm. standing, standing where they would be resting if I was driving. Yeah. And I pull my head up over the car like this because she's now pulled yeah. right there and she's rolling her window down and I can't remember exactly what she said when she rolled her window down but she, um, she you need to watch your mouth or something <laughs> is, is, is what she said she's like you need to watch your mouth I'm all watch my mouth I'm all what did I say <laughs> Yeah. she goes you need to be careful what you call people I'm like I didn't call you anything for one and she goes, and for two, why the hell are you uh, throwing your hands up at me and shit, passing me on the road? I said, because you need to learn how to fucking drive. I yeah. said, and that's what I said as I passed you. It was hilarious. She's like, you need to wash your mouth, little boy. Little boy. Th- this girl had to have been the same age as me. Yeah. Like within two to three years. Uh-huh. But apparently she thought she was Hot something. Shit. Yeah. And uh, don't they all? She said, um, oh, so she told me, she's like, you need to watch your mouth, little boy. She's all, you don't know me. I'm all sorts of crazy (laughs) or something like that. And at that point, like I said, I I had just, I was done. I was done with everything. I didn't care. Like, I thought I was going to freaking have to get in a fight with a chick before work. Like, I'm like, this is just not my day. So, uh. (laughs) She's like, I'm all sorts of crazy. And then she uh, starts rolling her window back up or whatever. And so I just, at this point, like, just, it's laugh or cry, right? So I'm, I just, I'm like, <laughs> really trying not to, like, make it super obvious and yeah. piss her off more. Oh, yeah. Like, at this point, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to she get to work. You. This you is don't retarded. Make, she, she's all sorts of crazy, Justin, yeah. you know? <laughs> so after all said and done, I was hoping, or not hoping, but I was thinking about the whole situation and it was after I had like told the story at work yeah. and then um, I was just sitting there thinking and I'm like damn this whole time like the best thing that I could have come up with and said in that exact moment when she was like you don't know me I'm all sorts of crazy yeah yeah so crazy you won't turn right on a red <laughs> just just like just if the I could have nugget given of what she did wrong if I could just have just bam, bam, yeah if I could have just freaking delivered that in that moment oh, god it's always and it's like you can't go back and you're like fudge that would have been the like yeah hammer boom like that's perfect yeah it just like, you're it's so crazy just a you won't even turn line. right on a red yeah so simple like so how simple. am I gonna be scared at you when you're scared to turn right on a red yeah so crazy it's, and and it's always that it's like why didn't I just say literally the the fact of the matter 
but yeah, you never response. just get you, you never get that. It it's happens very rare. It's rare. yeah, yeah. You get say, every very every rare. you know maybe once a year you'll get one, but it <laughs> but there's four times a year where you don't, and you're like son of a bitch. You're like dang it, if I had just thought this, like at that moment, man. Fucking, I feel like I know I'm, it was a really long story to get to the point, but I figured, well, it was a fun story. The, the story yeah, was, was kind of, yeah, it was integral to it. No, and all I'm glad you had an example too, because yeah, from that point on, when I was a kid, where when the teacher did that to me, like I, I was very little and very young. No, I wasn't little, I was huge, but I was little or I was young, <laughs> and uh, I from that point forth did not trust adults and it really soured me and just turned me into this misanthropic person yeah, where just like my just trust an adult doesn't mean that they're a well and that's also you know, standing oh yeah exactly and it just shattered my whole idea of like authority figure adult like you know rules and i don't think i did bad in school until that year i was a terrific student as far as like performance and like grades and like i didn't slack off until then i think it was kind of just that that time period for you because not maybe not just that exact scenario or or moment but uh, a lot of what had to do with why you were always in trouble if that's what you want to call it or 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 in the office or being disruptive I'm sure was a, a yeah. fairly frequently used term at that yeah. time. It's part um, of the vocab for sure. When when in reality you weren't being disruptive, you just weren't wearing what everyone else was wearing. You weren't doing what everyone else was doing. You weren't, you know, it, there was nothing wrong with what you were doing. It didn't endanger anybody. It didn't just, if, if it distracted the class, that's a bunch of bullshit in my opinion. Because there's all kinds of things that kids do that can be distracting in the classroom. So, oh, well, you can't wear that jacket because it's distracting to other students because you have pins and, and patches on it. Like, it's ridiculous. If, I, I apologize if that is distractive to some children. There's a whole class for people that maybe, get that distracted, actually. I, I was, maybe there's another issue we need to look <laughs> yeah, at here. This is not like, my um, jacket. This is your like child if they have being distracted. that severe of ADD, ADHD, whatever it is, that they, they're distracted by someone else's clothing, is that really the kid who's wearing the clothes' fault? Yeah, so so you were always kind of seemed like you were it seemed like you were always kind of being targeted for it's what it felt anything. Like. It's what it felt like everything. And it, it didn't help the fact literally that from the shoes I wore them that reason because you refused to play ball. Right, right, to to comply or to, you know, yeah. which I'm sure but and, as a kid you don't think like that, but I'm sure there would have been a happy ground for everybody, but yeah. it here nor there i disagree with the way the schools handled it the entire time it, it took until it didn't help you or my brother either though yeah because it's like one of those things where oh you're so-and-so's brother mm. we know how this is gonna go and it's like thank god we have different last names for that reason though because in a sense but it didn't always help house. didn't always help <laughs> yeah definitely there's people who are like ah, and sometimes also me being a naive kid i'm like Oh, you know my older brother. You know my bro all my brothers are older, older, but you know, you know my brother Justin. Like that's so cool. He's my brother, and then I'm not even knowing that's a loaded statement for them. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, man, yeah. And that's because, and to, I mean, 
we all go through our struggles in school, I guess, with teachers and different authority figures. But yeah. um, my elementary school, like, uh, disciplinary record, I guess you'd say. Yeah, it was kind of spotty. I was kind of an asshole as a kid. <laughs> and then middle school, it just got escalated, not by me or the fact that I did anything else. It's just... Miss Alvarez and Miss Lococo. Well, yeah, it was literally just before I even went, was registered at that school, went to that school, like... Yeah they already had an idea of what they thought I was. So because the magic marker, no bullshit. matter anything, well, that happened during that time. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, it's just one of those things it gave, it doesn't help when you give them a reason to find something to, yeah. to act like you're being a bad kid, mm -hmm. basically, mm -hmm. you know, I had cause like written what, something on my hand in Sharpie bias. Well, you were smelling a magic marker because no. they were the, no, no, the no. smell, the ones with, Odor, like the scented ones. Uh huh? No, yeah. that's not what happened at all. I've heard. Okay. Maybe so I'm misremembering completely. There was that was that was another time. time. Okay. When what I are you talking about? But that's when I was in elementary school. So I'm talking yeah. about when I, I'm at. now in middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and this is when I had to ride the bus from my school to your school to yeah. pick you up, mm -hmm. and then we'd go home from there. Mm -hmm. uh, I had written something on my hand in black Sharpie marker, mm -hmm. and which I did all the time in elementary school. Yeah. And I had gotten off of the bus to pick you up. And, uh, it was the principal at your school at the time, uh, which was my pre. So that's when, uh, Lacoca was your principal. Wait, Fiorentino was mine. Mm -hmm. It was Fiorentino, then Mr. Not, uh, yeah. Jarvis. Ferentino. Ferentino. Right. So yeah. that, yeah. Ferentino. So uh, I get off the bus, and he was my principal when I went to that school. Yeah. And he and I didn't ever see eye to eye or agree mm -hmm. on anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so he already didn't like me. You know, that uh, doesn't help. And then I get off the bus, and I've got... Uh, black sharpie marker written on my hand yeah. and um so i'm waiting for you get you go home I'm, and i didn't think anything of it right nothing was said to me nothing was ever anything weird so then uh the next day at school i get called into my principal's office okay and they're like well you're at the middle school uh after school you rode the bus to the uh elementary school and you're sitting there putting Sharpie on your hands, huffing Sharpie, trying to get oh high. God. And I'm like, that is not A even remotely close to wow. anything Jesus. that happened. I was like, I had something written on my hand in Sharpie. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. I'll give you that. But I huffing Sharpie off of my hand. Why wouldn't I just do it off the marker? Yeah. Why would? I, why is that a second location? Who does so, that? Uh, just bullshit. That, that was one of the scenarios you know what i mean so it's not like i was a bad kid it's just like they just found ways to make it seem like you were they did let's let's stop giving them any more attention what did you want to be when you grew, were a kid like when you were growing up like did you did it so when you was, have an idea or did it change a lot like it didn't change a lot no okay so for the longest that i could remember um fucking kill us cricket like you know how your your grandparents ask you or whoever asks you like what do you want to be when you grow up only thing the only response i ever really gave anybody was i wanted to be a veterinarian oh okay okay i might have remembered this and i have no idea when why what or how 
And it turns out you would have been a bad one because we got a dead yeah, tree frog and a dead anole yeah. over here. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, you're already putting them down. <laughs> Sorry to it, derail it's probably, you. It's probably the fact that I found out that it took like you know years of six school. to eight years of, of schooling, like any doctoring. Or, yeah. or no, well, if that four four eight. I don't know. It's a lot of time for someone who struggled through school didn't like school that much uh signing up for an additional four to eight years of school after i'm done with it it kind of deterred me from is what happened yeah um and then uh at that point i kind of switched um and i was like oh okay well it it was kind of always like a medical field kind of thing is what Mm -hmm. i had thought Mm -hmm. so then um the vet thing, I was like, oh, that's a little more of a commitment than yeah. I want to do. Yeah. So um, uh, then I wanted to be a EMT, EMT for uh, for years after that, and then I actually started taking my classes in 2010 and 11 uh, to become a certified EMT. The only reason I stopped that is because I had found out. Um, uh, that a couple of my bad choices from the past mm-hmm. uh, allowed me to, or disqualified me oh, from shit. being able to be an EMT. Oh, so I was like, okay, well, skill. I was I was kind of upset about that one. That one actually hurt because I was yeah. like, really, that's so stupid. Like mm. that something so small. It's not small and trivial and not important, but uh, evidently, yeah, you know. I, I just don't get how Is that something you want to go into? oh so i oh uh, i don't care yeah so just so uh, just when i was 21 years old um i got a uh pretty decent uh dy charge hmm. um literally i was celebrating a birthday uh for a friend at a bar everyone was drinking we're all hanging out um probably not even any single one of us that drove there should have drove anywhere off of that parking lot yeah um as those parties go <laughs> as you celebration know, everybody did you know and uh, still do you don't yeah. think about it um and you hop in the car and you freaking take off yeah, because you've done it before and hey nothing happened and uh <laughs> difference was this time i had like a 20 15 minute 15 mile drive home uh-huh. everyone else lived in the town we were in okay so you had a little bit more of a journey yeah so i get in the car and i'm fine and i'm driving down the road and uh like the the two lines in the road, you know, that you stay in between, mm-hmm. became like four or six lines all of a sudden. Oh, wow, six lanes, like, crazy. And they started to like cross each other. Oh, and I was like, oh shit. That's so rather than like logically stopping immediately, pulling over and, and thinking about this, um, I closed one eye. <laughs> and <laughs> so you closed one eye, so. So when I closed one eye, the two lines reappeared and they were straight and I'm like, okay, I can do this. I'm like, I'm halfway home at this point. I'm hey, like, you know what? I can get the rest of the way with one eye. I'm pretty sure. I should half my vision. That'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So then I, <laughs> um, I went and uh, driving with the one eye and at that point I could not honestly tell you with any confidence one way or another if I fell asleep or blacked out at that point because um, I have no memory Whoa. after that. Uh, up until the point I feel the steering wheel getting ripped out of my hands. And oh, oh, God. I wake up with oh. the steering wheel getting ripped out of my hands. I feel my car 
my well, it was an SUV. I feel it pitch sideways, and then I just can hear, feel, and know that I am sliding uh, horizontally. You know when when tires don't go, go horizontally. Yeah, no, they don't. They so, don't turn um, that way. <laughs> all four tires are, are now sliding across the pavement, Whoa. and uh, that's I, I'm terrible. I'm you know hammered. I have no business yeah. driving, but I I knew as soon as I felt it get ripped out of my hands, not to touch it again. I'm like, okay, you kind of whatever's going to happen is yeah. going to happen. Oh, if I grab the wheel, chances are I'm just going to make it worse. Or I'm, yeah, I'm going to roll over correction or, and fuck it up. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, especially because I don't know where I'm at on the road. Yeah, your I don't know what. Yeah, I I had no idea of anything. I just knew that my car was sliding mm-hmm. sideways. Uh, steering wheel got ripped out of my hands, and so I kind of threw up my hands and sat back in my seat and. And this is all split seconds. Yeah, of course, I of mean, course. The story's like, okay. longer than the whole like, situation, oh. of course. You know, where it's like, <laughs> I was like, split. let go, let go, sit back, relax, and whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So sliding off across the concrete, and then I uh, know for a fact I'm hitting the gravel because the sound changes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, just bam, dead stop. And uh, what I had done is I had wrapped my uh, Chevy, Chevy Blazer. Blazer around a telephone pole mm. and uh those are not cheap no no <laughs> and they do charge you for them yeah um so basically that decision okay because yeah. i got a uh, dui with a blood yeah. alcohol content of 0. 0.20 uh during that <laughs> uh, moment in time uh that that People actually die at point two zero. made me through they say three uh, they say okay. at two you're definitely most likely unconscious mm-hmm. which you were maybe uh, yeah i like i said i don't know damn dude but anyway so uh yeah that made me ineligible to be, be an emt so then how um, far into the classes did you find this out that you were disqualified from that well, because I was an overachiever and I blew a point two zero, mm. it put me. Even though I was a first time offender, yeah, it put me into felony a, a higher class bracket. Okay, uh, they call it extended first time offender because uh, generally on a first DUI, you get have to do a three month DUI class. Yeah. Well, when you blow over double the, <laughs> the legal, legal limit, mm-hmm. uh, you go through the extended first offenders class, which is a nine month long class. Oh, wow. Um, you, you, have a, you fucking carry that and thing full term. And it was probably term. three, four months into it that I found out. Jesus Christ. That sucks. That's a fucking buzzkill. Well, I mean, it, was there an idea beyond attempting to be an EMT that you had in mind for a career? Or maybe like a goal, or maybe like not. I guess not in terms of like oh, uh, uh, like I want to do this if I can't do this, but because mm-hmm. um, like I don't know anyone really. Well, who not knew really. What they wanted I don't to do. So. In yeah, their I don't think anyways. so. Like I, I can't. Like anyone who thinks they know what they want to do, I don't really believe. I know they're going to school for it. I know they're in the field they think they want to do. It. But like anyone who's under thirty and like thinks that's where they're going or they want to be and you know if if you're like you know erring on on the edge of 30 but if you're like 25 and under i guess and you're like i want to i want to be this i want to do this and this is what i want i am so hesitant and i i'm very careful around those people because i feel like their idea of what they want 
and what they want to achieve is not going to work out and are really going to be disappointed. They might be thinking of things in a little unrealistic way. Not unrealistic in the in the sense of attainability, but also like, you know, you have a lot of life ahead of you. This mm-hmm. is not the only thing, right? Don't be so narrow-minded or so tunnel-visioned with one thing. And I maybe it's just because I can't relate because I'm so scatterbrained because I'm so ADD that I like 29 things and I need to do uh, 50 new fucking hobbies and like, you know, but make sure the old ones are kept lit and stuff so i don't know hey. I, just, I was always curious because like those are kind of, those kind of things uh w- with you like we i don't think we really spoke much at all from like i don't know the time you were 18 to um maybe living here very much no, and probably almost not like a good because ten I, years of like very seldom communication, and it and it, it it's I don't know if I'd say ten years, a good chunk of time, definitely like seven, eighteen eight to years, twenty, six, seven years you know. at least. Um, but yeah, and that's because I I would imagine that's just because at the time we weren't geographically close to each other no, to do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, whether you were in I Montana. Had, well, whether it was Bakersfield, that. Bakersfield, you know. Right. So, uh, Montana, Bakersfield, or even just you being here mm-hmm. and then me living in Slow or yeah. living in Grover yeah. or any of those places. Um, I, I can, mean, during that whole time, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. see mom much either. Yeah. So, well, uh, I, it's just because even though it's it's relatively close, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you work full time, you, yeah. you know, all it's, of this. Yeah, it's, I get it last thing you want to do is hop in the car again and go drive, you know, another especially, hour and a half, two hours yes, yes. to turn around and, and go back home that same hour mm-hmm. and a half, two hours mm-hmm. the next day. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people more or less, and I could be wrong, but to me, it seems like people fall into many of their jobs that they have as an adult. Uh, and, and it's they not even anything there. relatively close to what they thought or wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And not that that's always a bad thing either. No. Um, but for example, I'm a very mechanical yeah. person. Like very I, mechanically I, I literally like almost live in a garage. the garage. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's kind of pointless to have a living room. And even honestly, if I didn't have like a needed a place to sleep at night, uh, that I would have a bedroom. Like what the heck would I need it for? And, uh, it, it's so, but if you look at at my, knowing my personality and, and, and how mechanical and hands-on that I really am, uh, you would never guess that for 10 hours a day, I sit behind a desk on the computer as a marketing coordinator. Yeah. Like that. It's, it's never anything I would have thought mm-hmm. uh, planned or or could have ever seen myself doing, but that's what I've been doing for 10 years. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. You're pretty fucking good. Now, outside of when I'm at work, mm-hmm. do I sit here at home and think about anything like marketing-wise? No, not really. You're, yeah. I mean, it'll cross my mind from now and then, but... You turn the oven off. Yeah, you know? but it... Uh, not doing it's that. not my interest. It's not my hobby. It's not something... I have any sort of uh, passion about, I guess. I mean, I like it, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't do it, but uh, it doesn't do anything super special for me. Like if I was out, you know, doing the woodworking or working on a car or 
Yeah, that kind of what, stuff is. When, is dude, I, I just want to know. So much you, more have you interesting. Always, yeah, have you always like to me? You've always have like Literally. I get my, when my you know some of my as earliest long memories. As I know. <laughs> and it's so funny. You think like market coordinator isn't really where you think you'd end up, but you were trying as early as I could remember. You were like collecting acorns so we could make acorn soup and sell it on the side of the road right. on Chesapeake. And like what at is one that? point, bike. Like I was repair. making things up at that point. You were just, yeah, and then like at one point. Like, oh, you're you, saying like from a, a business standpoint. Business standpoint. Sure, sure. No, That's what I'm saying. And, and like you, at one point we were gonna have D and J or D and D's bike repair uh-huh. shop. We were just gonna have like bike parts and like tools, and that was right. something you wanted to do. And I was just like, okay, whatever you say, bro. And then you know you were taking computers apart and building them and like mm-hmm. circuit boards and like I don't even know the fucking words for those things that go in there. I just know that that's how uh i give my uh computer uh viruses with porn you know that's all i know you know <laughs> i don't fucking know about the circuitry inside yeah, kind of thing. And, yeah. And, and i'm like this motherfucker is just beyond me and it and it didn't occur to me that you might be different than other people in that way right where it was just like, oh, this motherfucker like knows what he's doing, like, or not, or at least wants to know, and he's like trying. I was gonna say, to yeah, me, to that, me, to me, it was that's just not always. Yeah, I, I didn't always know what I was no, doing, that, and, and we don't always. But that's how we learn, and it's like, it, it's so cool to be kind of like self-aware of the different walks of life and to see how um, inclined you are, whether it's mechanically or taking things apart or putting them together. And uh, it's, you always have this tendency to want to improve, optimize, fix, and, you know, like kind of like heal things in a way. And I don't know if that comes from maybe like, there's something that you can't fix in maybe like on an emotional way or like maybe like uh in a childhood kind of way like i i'm always curious to see how those things uh like what transfer right into what like how does somebody become who they are kind of thing like yeah like what triggered or or influenced them mm. to be a certain way or like i'm like i i, I don't know I, th- I think comedian for me too was it like the jokes of like though they're very anti-authoritarian and they are iconoclastic and this meaning they they challenge those sacred beliefs of authority whether it's societal or whether it's this stuff that like where no one's asking about or talking about or pointing out like hey what the hell is this about even if it's observational so i think that like my my challenges with uh, authority early on it really kind of pushed me into that where it was like, oh, there's there's people who are celebrated for thinking the way that uh, got me in trouble, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's uh, something that you can fix that is fixing. If if I can fix this this way, then there's a there's the catharsis that I wasn't getting or didn't get mm-hmm. uh, in another way, whether it was through an upbringing or see. I don't think mine. Are, my, I don't think mine has anything to do with anything like that. I, I knew meaningful. you'd say some shit like that. I fucking knew no, you'd say like, some shit honestly, like that. honestly, though, because... You just can't be because fucking I human. You're part cyborg. <laughs> I know it. Because I just don't... There's there's not anything I can I can think of or relate or or that would logically make sense to me <laughs> as to why I why I am that way. No, of course. But I'm, I'm just saying, saying that... Either. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's... it. I don't... People ask me, like, all all the time like 
how do you know this? Or how do you, how do you know so much about this or that or, or whatever it may be? I think that's just who we are as like mom's children too. And they're like, or how do you, how did you learn this? I'm like, I don't even have an answer for most of it. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't, uh, there's not anything like, mm-hmm. I guess it bothers me if I, well, actually I know part of it. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking kill this cricket. I get super, uh, like anxious kind of yes, if you, I can't figure out yes, how something works I get the same fucking way or if I don't know how something works so yeah. what I'll do I, is I'll stop and pause and I'll go look it up I'll research it how do these work what parts are in them mm-hmm. how is it built that's, like, that's what I'm going and through understand right now and, and, and identify different components what they do and then it kind of just evolves in itself like there was no reason I had to know that, but I was curious, looked it up. Now I know it Uh may use it, may not ever in my life. I'm sure. But then something happens, something breaks and someone's like, Hey, this isn't working. Do you, I'm like, well, I happen to know like how it works. And it's actually a simple, it's such an, it's such a goddamn understatement too, because you know, things in a technical way, but you also know the trivial background too, especially with, uh, automobiles, cars. It's so crazy. The fucking encyclopedic knowledge you have of fucking cars, dude. Like, like, because there's just, they're, they're, just machines. Me, and, and, and they're super through, simple systems. But I'm going through kind of a similar thing myself where um, I've always been on like the trivial side of like, I want to know the origin, the story, who is responsible. And then maybe I'll get lost along the way and I learn 10 other things because I'm mm-hmm. all on all the blue letters on the wiki page. But right, like falling down the rabbit hole kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I'm a big rabbit And that's where I'm a lot of mine comes from too. Crusader. And, 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 uh, uh, I think I'm just kind of scratching the surface on the uh, mechanics of the world and life and like whether it's like cars trying to figure out like what the fuck the difference between diesel is and, and trucks and like not knowing and just like slowly getting exposed to those kinds of things and like like with firearms it's like oh finally something that's simple enough for my stupid ass to comprehend and it's attributing something to a hobby and like an interest of mine so there's like a nice little middle ground so it uh, right well and and like for that too there's there's two sides to it so like like you're saying for firearms it's something that that grabs your interest and you're so you want to just by your nature as a person want to at least i would think know how like not only how do i shoot what is shooting what guns are there like different things like that but but also to know okay great you know if if this is something i i that interests me and i'm i like shooting i should probably understand how it shoots understand Mm -hmm. how internally that gun works how that's you know what, what the pieces that, are know, what the that's what i was doing to this those morning. pieces are and I, things is, like that there was a a malfunction and i was doing a function check on the rifle and i was like okay so this thing's being double fed i need to understand how wow. common that is what i can do to avoid it whether it is a piece of the machinery that is isn't quality whether it's a quality control issue whether it's a, a user error and it was I was well, you know, watching a video and doing that when I came here to, mm-hmm. today. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, you know, even if oh, okay, you know, range shooting is your hobby mm-hmm. and 
say you don't even own a firearm. You yeah. just, you yeah. go to the range, you shoot, and it's a mm-hmm. hobby, it's something you like to do. Mm-hmm. I think by nature as a person, even if you don't own one, you're going to be curious and, and want to know how it works. Because it anything that you have an interest in or a hobby with, when people don't. you want to know the whole aspect of the, of this situation. You don't just, you know, like, imagine being like a rock climber. You yeah. love rock climbing. Mm-hmm. And you can climb all the rock walls in the world at amusement parks, different things, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go out and try to, like, free climb the face of a, a, a mountain somewhere mm-hmm. because, oh, I, I can rock climb really well and I like it. No, because you don't have the knowledge or the equipment mm-hmm. necessary to go actually and, and, and truly safely go and do that hobby. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Me personally, I would never uh, operate a firearm if I did not understand the mechanics of how it works. Mm-hmm. Whether that be for my own safety, so I know that it's actually mm-hmm. something safe, mm-hmm. uh, or or if it's just out of curiosity. Yeah, it's, it's just, just one curiosity. of those things. Yeah. I'm not going to go tear an engine apart if I don't know what pieces are in it. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the, and it's such an impressive thing. And honestly, just you are like the warm center that I think at least me and mom kind of like gravitate toward like around or, uh, you know, our fucking, uh, what is that? What do planets do? Orbit. Orbit. You know what I mean? Uh, of, of like knowledge and like repair and just ingenuity. And it, it seriously like, Oh, you, when you got, when you got in the forerunner the other day and you were like, man, if I had this, I'd been done so many things to this by now. And, there was part of me that was like, I know you would, and I know I want to, but you know something, you know a lot of some things that I do not, <laughs> where I would or I would want to, and I literally am just like, there's a part of me that's always screaming out like, fuck, I wish, Justin, I wish Justin was here right now, he would give me all the information I want and need about this, and we can talk about it, and there was a... a time where I couldn't appreciate that and didn't know that about you, and I think over the past few years and i think honestly if you didn't have this dog we wouldn't be uh as as presently close as we are now <laughs> and it's so fucking weird he just likes me for my dog yeah i mean well, the, and it, it was just like it was like hey i like this dog and my brother comes with it i guess that's cool um basically and, and it and it, it's really cool because he's essentially given me a bond with you because you are an extension of him and it's uh i've just grown to know a whole nother person that I didn't get to grow up with and that for a lot of reasons that we don't have to go into um, like we were are very different yeah. and had very different pathway, paths that we followed right? and weren't in the same home a lot of the time or vice versa and it it, like like you were you were talking about something just a little bit ago and I was sitting here like grinning because I trip out that I'm sitting here like interfacing with you and like talking and I'm like that's my brother that's so cool like this is a person in front of me and I get to see how animated he is and express himself and even when we first started there was something like a, a look in your eye and like a kind of like a almost performative response or like a like you were just like understanding the assignment as they say <laughs> uh, like when you were talking in the microphone and i was like oh, i've never seen that out of justin that's so cool that's like i like 
to have known you my whole life and to continue to know you and learn who you are is really important to me and th- like that's that's why I have the podcast too is because there's conversations I have with people that you can only have when you force this vacuum of dialogue with recording equipment and an annoying cricket and you know like like just forcing someone to uh, converse with you face to face yeah it definitely kind of just well like you said the way you said it actually worked perfect was you know oh getting to or knowing you getting to know you and learning more you know it and it doesn't have to be a forced thing either it's just it creates a a cut out perfect amount of space to have a one-on-one conversation that's Mm -hmm. that's uh unique from yeah if we're hanging out in the garage generally i'm busy so even though yeah, we're, we're conversating both, we're and talking to each other but, but we're not uh, really like it's not like we're having a, a focused conversation mm-hmm. you know yeah so less gets uh, communicated you know or yeah. or comes out you know to learn you know for me to learn more about you you know yeah. it's generally talking about something that we're currently doing not like yeah, and just then, a, and a then, conversation yeah, you see you see those slivers of the person that you don't really right. always see because it's attached to a different part of their expression right so you get more expression whether it's subtle or not so subtle um i i've asked people on instagram what i should ask my brother on the podcast mm-hmm. and i got a couple of people to give me some real questions mm-hmm. uh do you mind if i ask you them right now no go ahead all right let's do it i gotta pull up instagram but i thought it was i thought it was fun and interesting so (sighs) sorry for the fucking dead air here everyone um yeah so i said what did i say i think i said i'm going to record a podcast with my brother what should i ask him just you know no one really has any context unless they're longtime listeners really of my relationship with you mm. where however prevalent or non-existent it is or has been um oh kylie actually said uh, i should ask uh, what what's your dream day look like a dream day yeah like what's your ideal day oh um it's <laughs> a good question because and see it's one of those things like I don't even know if it is something I can answer because I, I, I don't even know. Well, and maybe you've had it and you just oh, haven't really yeah. given it the uh, attention or award it or awarded it the perfect day because it just happened so nicely. And honestly, um, a dream day is like extravagant when you phrase it that way, in my well, opinion. Well, no, I'm just thinking like... But if you say dream day, like, oh, it would be a dream day, you know, like, oh, yeah. oh I, I sleep in, but then I wake up and I, I have plenty of day left somehow and I'm not tired and breakfast is glorious. And then I oh, yeah. get a blowjob on my way to do whatever fun stuff I'm doing and, you know, like whatever the fuck right. like a dream day is. Yeah, I don't know. Just on it. And it sounds terrible. Don't take it the wrong way to have a day where literally I can just not have even one single person thing or, or whatever interrupt my day or, or, uh, influence it, I guess like for one day, basically it would be this for one day, 
basically I am the only person on the planet. <laughs> and and as, as narcissistic and terrible no, as that sounds, it doesn't. It, I just want to have a, a un outsidely influenced day. Uninterrupted. Those yeah. are the best. Yeah. That's exactly, I think that's one of those moments where like I, where we are related and I can relate to you because I, and it sucks so much too because every time I show up, part of me's thinking he's probably like, oh great, what the fuck does he need now or want now? Just like even like in a little minute kind of way. So that oh, that's only no, gonna there, balloon there, more in my head. There are some people that <clears throat> that that happens with, but no, you're not one of those people that that like trigger I try, me I try internally to, be, to I uh, be like son of a bitch. I, know, I, I try to be as like non intrusive as I can about it and. It it it's always my favorite. My favorite thing is when I have any sort of like problem that I need solved that's mechanical, and I can just I can literally just be like, "Man, this thing doesn't work," and you'll like fucking grab it and then like look look it up and then like try to start fixing it for well, me. Well, that's what I'm telling you. It's, and I'm like, it's God, just that the was way perfect. my that's exactly my what person I is. Because uh, if something isn't working, mm-hmm. I I'm it's like a challenge, almost like a yes. challenge. And then if and if I can't figure it out logically just by looking at mm. it or, or simple mechanics, then it bothers me. Yeah. So then I'll spend the time to do the research. And we did this and then with I'll, the I'll beginning generally, of the show even. Yeah. And early I'll on generally ago, yeah. fix and or solve whatever mm-hmm. current mm-hmm. issue at hand there may be. And, even if you and that's how I slowly have uh, accumulated my, my library of random shit that Justin knows. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's an eclectic uh, uh, intelligence, you know. So, what's the other question? Oh, another. This, or was there there's, not? There's or more. Was there no, not? there's more. We but got the, the point one. Of, yeah, no. The point. The point of the questions is to the conversation that comes with them. I mean, it's really not even necessarily about the, the getting que- through questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's connecting with someone. So, um, this one's next one's kind of indulgent. So, if you would indulge. Uh, What's your favorite memory with me? Are we going to be here all night, folks? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to th- look. Okay, so favorite. Or maybe ones that or, come to mind or something. I don't know. This isn't my question. This so is something not, uh, someone asked me to ask. Sure, you. sure, sure. No, no, no. Um, but I'm also just... I mean, I have... Bubble many with memories with you that I that I cherish, you know. Um, but I have I, probably more again more recently, yeah. um, like for absolutely no reason. The other day when uh, shit, what you I don't I did I don't even think I knew you were coming over. You kind of just showed mm-hmm. up. Um, I was sitting in the garage at that time, surprisingly Shocker. doing nothing, uh, which doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh like we just randomly for you know unplanned no particular reason uh went what i had to run some errands get mm-hmm. we went and got some lunch yeah at, at right. the burger place yeah. and then uh hiked up the hiked hill over up there to the crevice yeah. yeah yeah and then again for no apparent reason you know just hiked up there stood up there for what <laughs> 20 minutes talking <laughs> and then uh hiked back down and and you know went back to the house just I guess just simple things like that, because even though we're not doing anything super exciting or fun or, or something that's memorable necessarily, yeah. 
but just the conversation and the experience that we have, yeah. you know, um, makes it one of those. So it's not like, oh, when we went to Disneyland, you know, like, yeah. no, yeah, it, it's, it's just a random normal days that stick out to me for some reason. It, it seriously, it is those kinds of things. And I remember that day very vividly because I had uh, very much like the same feeling of like, I have never done this with Justin. This is great. I have never gone to lunch with you, uh, just you and me, mm-hmm. ever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's that's just like, so, like, like memorable kind of... That's You know what I mean? Uh, I can count on both hands how many times we've, like, hugged in my entire life. So, like, even going to, like, l- lunch with you, being, like, first times, like, not that much of a surprise to me. But it might sound kind of shocking when it's like, you've never, like, just had lunch with your brother (laughs) but and then like you know going up and hiking there and like getting to like kind of like show my older brother like the way of Mm -hmm. something for just a little bit and i think that's something that uh really helps me gravitate towards like firearms it's like here's something mechanical that i know just a little bit more about him and the only reason i do is because he's not actively interested in it because he would surpass me in no fucking time at all if he was uh so that's fun that uh one of my favorite memories with you is real recent not even a memory just like a little moment it was um i was sitting on the little couch and we were just both like on our phones and you just sat right next to me and remy was like right in front of us and it's like it was just like a shared space of like this is my brother and we we were dressed the exact fucking same for some reason we (laughs) both had like the same like color like baggy blue jeans and and like hoodie or something and or it was like a black t-shirt and i was so 90 percent of my closet yeah 90 hoodies and black <laughs> yeah, t-shirts exactly. so and we we're just sitting there and it was oh we're just existing like coexisting in the house right now on you know right and, and remy's just like chilling there and we're doing the exact same thing and it was just like uh, it was like we were twins for a second <laughs> and it was really endearing and it was so like I've never had that with him before either. That was really cool. Like that made me like made my heart swell in like a really like brotherly love and like family love kind of way. And I think just in the past few years with, I think the biggest turning point for me too, as far as uh, connectivity with the family, it was losing John. Yeah. Cause I just the like sheer like trust too of like, you're like, you have to drive the, chevy back to bakersfield and we're just gonna go and and then having to drive back with you and just Mm -hmm. that that to me was like the first kind of do i didn't even hug you when i saw you the first when i first saw you after he was killed i remember and i remember thinking that this is something i was gonna do i was like i'm gonna see justin we're gonna hug each other it's gonna be an emotional embrace but i just walked into the garage door and you were sitting there and it was just was that very, in Bakersfield? No, it was right here. It was here. Oh. Yeah. So, and it was very. It was like we're not there yet, or like it's not there yet type of thing. And I'm not a hugger, anyways. If I can help it, uh, yeah. It's on, kind a, of on a weird. like a, I get weird in those situations. Yeah. Not, not weird. I just I feel uncomfortable in those situations. It's uncomfortable. I'm it's not, not normal. I'm not a. a affectionate kind of yeah, person yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. and i like, can like appreciate on a, on a normal that. basis so can appreciate that when i almost feel like uh 
and I'm not looking people for look at me there. like I'm a yeah. like oh god he's a heartless asshole like because I I generally don't cry I generally don't um I uh, don't know if I've I, th- seen you cry as an adult in my entire adult like, life even, even like when that happened you know I would sit there and hug yeah. Tasha and mm-hmm. and and I can only uh, imagine the pain and emotions and everything she was going through mm-hmm. and you know she's sitting there sobbing bawling yeah. and I'm sitting there hugging her with with not even a tear coming down and not because I've, I don't have all of that flowing through my body it's just my me as a person I don't it's it, I don't not how it's show expressed. the emotion exterior on the exterior like that generally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why that is I have no idea it's just how I, I was wired I guess it, and it's not Un, I'm not unfamiliar with it myself because there has been moments, and even just in this past year, I was going to say, with yeah, lose, with I, losing yeah. Kylie's dad, it um, there's been moments when I've like wondered, like, I hope they don't think I'm a heartless asshole, right? Because I am, you know, screaming on it, the inside. Yeah. That internal pain is there. Um, it's just you know gritting my teeth, but I can't really just let it out because it's just just not the route it goes for me at all times yeah. it has to be very kind of sharp in a very unique way not even in the most severe way but like in a you know like for some reason to circle back with movies movies get me very emotional that's what a i was gonna say movie. is what's so funny is movie, a real life scenario fucking... where like the emotion is flowing through you know what i mean and and there are times i can't display yeah. that emotion yeah but there can be times where i'm just like sitting at home watching a a, a comedy movie even but something sad happens in it and there I sit like crying yeah. about a movie yeah but I I can't um not emotionally connect but uh like have an emotional cry like when there's mm-hmm. something tragic happening it's just very so different. weird very different I, I that's how I feel that's how I feel we may be similar in that well thank you for indulging me in that question um and then so far both questions my answers have been like totally non uh uh what, what specific no not non-specific but um like brief know, what well that too but uh no more direct like so mm-hmm. you know oh what's your uh perfect day and like just to have a Th- that's how you know someone though is having them answer questions at the at their leisure let them ex- right. I think that like that's this helps me know you this helps listeners who don't know us know you and me so that's why it's important also um one last question to kind of wrap it up because um I don't know how the rest of these kind of joke questions some people are just like asking about burps and farts and shit like that and just you know some people take things seriously some people don't that's sure. fine fuck you Sean um <laughs> uh my buddy David uh, that I train jujitsu with in solving, he asked, uh, "Why don't you train jujitsu?" Um, a few reasons. Uh, time. Wait, when would I do that? <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. Um. Uh, second, it just never was uh, really something that ever kind of no, I to- yeah. crossed my mind or or interested me for any. I know why you don't train jujitsu. <laughs> particular reason is is just um, yeah, I just it's 
that's really basically it is the yeah. fact that I would have absolutely no time to do it. Yeah. Um, and my interests or hobbies uh, lie different. Yeah. I guess you know. I totally like, get it. That's the same. You know, like for same a, reason I'm not into cars because my hobbies yeah, you know, fucking lie those, elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> my like, interests lie elsewhere. Totally. How come you don't sit there and, and sand on wood for five hours in your garage, Dallas? You know, like you know, I just <laughs> I guess I just haven't. No it's, one's taken me but, to the class. I'm not saying that I, I never would or that it wouldn't be something that interested me. I just. Uh, it's not something that uh, I gravitate towards, I guess. You seem like someone who would be an ideal jujitsu student too, because it's um, there's like a lot of nerds in jujitsu, and you're very nerdy in the sense that you get very uh, intelligibly in- invested in things, and it's that's exactly how that. Uh, martial art is because it's so endless it's not like kung fu where it's like three four poses and strikes and kicks and that's how you do it it's just this litany of physical movements explosions and you're you know with clothing strangulations and joint locks and manipulations and different different guards people have and different and i think that kind of um because it is so endless and because you never stop learning it i it seems like something that you would be inclined to do and do well at and you're physically you have long limbs and arms or long limbs that's those are limbs arms or limbs um absolutely perfect for jujitsu people who excel at jujitsu typically have uh same body type as you yeah you know tall skinny and like you know lean it just fucking you're like the legs you have would be uh terrific triangling people and arms just wrapping them around people's necks and just getting in tighter uh spaces that they're trying not to allow and vice versa right yeah it's a great it's a I'm not trying to sell it to you, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and, and like I said, it's not that I have anything against it, it's just that it doesn't fall into one of the categories that really grabs an interest for me. Mm-hmm. But those are some good questions, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. I, li- I liked that I got to ask you a couple of those questions. That was cool. Dream day, eye-opening. And see some of them too. It works out really good because then it kind of gets my mind going. Like, well, why don't I have an answer for this, or why don't I really know what my answer for that would be? Yeah, so it's, it's something it's, now it, I can it, sit there it, and think about and kind of explore. Yeah, someone asks the wrong question at the right time, or vice versa. You're like, Jesus, now I got to answer this question I didn't know could be asked. And I think I think that I think that's important because I love people who ask questions because it's the same reason we learn things and we get so invested in those things trivially or otherwise is because we're asking the questions like how does this work who invented this why does this work that way do you watch that um up to speed guy the donut media guy i think is Mm -hmm. is, yeah okay um i think you actually showed him to me actually probably i said actually a lot i know i know uh exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that sort of thing i don't know to me, that speaks a lot of uh, speaks a lot of some things. I don't know. Well, um, any parting 
statements, questions you have for me or anything, we'll probably wrap this up. This is a great, great little bit here. I mean, yeah, just no. just to, to maybe I was, uh, satisfy any curiosities you had about I was me the show. Kind of try to uh, ask you one of the questions you asked me to get uh, a good contrast, you know, to, yeah. to you versus me kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I I think you yeah I was yeah. gonna say I think you pretty similar uh, for those kind of gave your your yeah exactly and that, and your answer why, or yeah, opinion on why, that yeah uh, you know after I gave mine which so you know but again you know yeah we know get to learn that. more We're not bad with that. about each other so that that's kind of cool that is cool I would do one of figure these with you, you know con- your family like you know yeah yeah I know and then and then it's it's interesting to find out that you don't know everything about them. No. Uh, I guess I mean, it keeps things I, interesting as life goes on. So I'm a pretty open book. A rare, Otherwise rarely do I think I'm surprising your mom in any way. Maybe I like can't answer. Tiny, I can't yeah. answer for mom, but I know for for myself, I there are many times you surprise me with things that I'm like, hmm. I would have never guessed that in a fucking hundred years. Like what? Now I'm curious. Well, like now for I'm, example, yeah. with uh, you know the. Yeah. Uh, building your your mm-hmm. firearm, your yeah. different things like that. Not not to say that I, I didn't think you could, um, because that's <laughs> Every time that's you not see me do something no, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, more or less that. Like, yeah. uh, I think you're fully capable to do anything you you want to do. I yeah, mean, all you do is just it, huh? begin to learn it. You know, but um. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> no, a lot of the, you know, it takes a lot of like different mechanical skills to do something like that, even though it may not seem like it, uh, but it does. And it was never something that I would have um, associated with you or your personality. So to see you take something uh, and mechanically build or assemble it or figure it out or troubleshoot whatever it may be literally is I, interesting to see it gave that, me imposter syndrome i felt like i was just near, <laughs> i was trying to be justin you know what I no mean? not at all it was it was interesting to 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 watch and see that how your mind works with uh any sort of issue that you ran into or or whatever that was you know <laughs> just being frustrated and throwing it across the garage <laughs> well well i mean like uh something as simple as like that that pin thing right yeah yeah so oh and i needed your help granted and that it, was was a, it was a bitch like it, it's not it, an easy thing to do was but so how cool to have you help me to too. see the way your brain wanted to solve it versus mm-hmm. the way my brain wanted mm-hmm. to solve it it was interesting to see because we had to both, come together on both that were one. total possibilities of mm-hmm. hey this will work or or hey this will work mine's so much more the brew and yours is so much more the calculated yeah yeah but but that's okay because i need to hammer this thing in and you're one, like we need to you know just sometimes <laughs> one way doesn't always work yeah and i it was uh it, you helping me finish it was fucking awesome i think that was like literally the last part that i needed to do with any sort of effort the rest was just so intuitive it, so that was cool but yeah i, th- I think that was that was that was another thing too, actually. So, you know, like I said, another recent thing. Yeah. But uh, maybe they're easier to think of because they're recent. Yeah, probably. But uh, <laughs> like, as far as like you know, another good memory or uh, you know, memorable moment with mm-hmm. you. Um, 
could be literally troubleshooting and, and solving, you know, yeah. that. All, I mean, yeah, because all, all of the things we kind of like came into, came across mm-hmm. building and everything. Oh, that's really eye opening and very thoughtful. I could do one of these with you like every couple weeks, though. Yeah, probably because the, the it's one of those things we don't. Oh, oh shut me. up! It's mom. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, wrapping it up right now. You just ruined the ending, Mom. No. <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Yeah. No, I wouldn't dare. Yeah, we're wrapping it up right now. Be right down for dinner. Yeah, I think he's so, done. Yeah. He's done with our shit. <laughs> well, that's as good a sign as any. Uh, right. Justin, thank you so much. I feel like I learned a little bit about you and at least got a little bit of a, you know, deeper connection with my brother so that's important yeah, agreed. which is why you know why i wanted to do do this with you i don't know if i thought that i was gonna ask you to do this way earlier but it did just kind of like why would i not just talk to well, my brother right in a there way you kind too. of did but me being me try to avoid it you're not the only one, dude. It's so, so funny. And, and the it's, people it's who not like of, it's not out of. I don't want to sit there and have know, a conversation I with know, you. I it's know. Just, I I'm. You're not the kind of person to take the attention like that, in my opinion. Yes, that and and two, it's like I'm just one of those people. I'm like nobody gives a shit what I have to say, regardless. So. And 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 I and hear I know that's that not what it's about. Every so. every other guest, and they're I know like, that's not well, what it's I'm about, and that's why I bite the bullet. And you know, I'm like. I'm like, okay, well, he's asked me a couple times. I already told him no once. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to say yes eventually. So I kind of was just like, yeah, no problem. Sure. And like, I, it's going to happen sooner or later. And I'm going to have one with mom eventually, if, if, too. Yeah. I'm, and if I'm that's curious what to see how you want and need for your, your podcast, mm-hmm. you know, well, then sure. That's what I can contribute and mm-hmm. be uh, helpful with, you know, yeah. in that sense. So, oh, it's going to happen again. So you just better get comfortable with it. Yeah, Which and, I think and like I said, easy. that's fine. I knew it was going to happen. I know it, you know, at some point. So it's like, well, might as well quit fighting it and just let do what we do. See, see how it comes out. Yeah. Thank you, Justin. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on here. Anytime.